Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of First Run Bald Movies. I am your host, Aaron. And I'm Jim. And tonight we saw the 2019 reboot slash remix, further chapter. I don't know. It's It's got to be a reboot because people that were dead are now alive and some of the uh, origin stuff is all fucko now. But it's uh, directed by Neil Marshall. It's starring David Harbour, which you know you love as the big cuddly but kind of badass uh, and laconic sheriff from Stranger Things. Jim, Mm -hmm. what is your relationship with the Hellboy franchise, and what did you think of this movie? Two nights ago, I watched the original Hellboy. So this this is where I'm coming from. Hadn't seen. Have you ever heard of Hellboy? Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, okay, okay. Sure, I had heard of Hellboy. Um, I I knew he was a big red guy, uh, red demon guy with a a massive right hand, but uh, other than that, Mm -hmm. not a whole lot. So, you know, I watched the first one, and I'm like. Okay, it was made in 2004. Uh, Pretty good. It has, like, this sort of strange, I I guess, like, not totally out of place comic book feel. It's it's almost like a... Like a weird Captain America sort of thing to it, Mm -hmm. where, you know, it's... That's probably the closest comparison I can make, because Captain America fights Nazis. uh, Ah, And that movie involves some some Nazi stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so, I, I kind of found it pretty charming for the most part uh and i generally liked it mm-hmm. uh so i saw this movie tonight and i have to say i'm kind of the opposite on it i did not really like this movie at all that is okay so my history of hellboy is i was a big mike magnolia fan back in the 90s he took over the art on uh x factor i believe and i was he has this very unique um style um i can't even describe it it's it's um very stylized and inimitable um and he went over to dark horse comics i believe and created this hillboy character which really suited his very dark it reminds me he draws kind of like in the same palette that batman the animated series is is okay because you know the 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 legend behind that is the the animators drew batman the animated series on black uh, canvas instead of white canvas, which gave it that really kind of like huh. all the dark and color leech. And that is kind of like the feeling of M- the Mike Magnolia. It's like lots of inky dark blacks and muted tones. And, uh, but you know, Hellboy himself is kind of like this, uh, this demon character who's, um, nigh invulnerable, but you can kind of get the crap beat out of him. And he's got a wry sense of humor. And, um, you know, it's the, 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 the central uh, tension of the character is he's a demon from hell, but he's been raised as like a Catholic good boy. Uh-huh. Um, and I really, I really dug it. And I thought that the, the original movie was, was really, really good. Um, I really liked uh, the performance by shit. I've just blanked on his name. Uh, Ron Perlman, Ron Perlman. Thank you. I thought Ron Perlman was just such a, with his lantern jaw was just such a great, yeah. great Hellboy. And honestly, um, every time I saw him on the screen in the 2004 version, I'm like, oh, yeah, David Harbour is going to nail this. Yes, yes. Um, and I want to talk about David Harbour as Hellboy, too. But I liked it. I thought the, the you know, the Hellboy was, it's it's like you said, it's charming and clever. And uh, it's, it's very uh, del Toro, um, yeah. like very recognizably that. And maybe some of that could have been. And, and, that, and then like the, the Golden Army came out. And I feel like I'm kind of alone in that in, in nerddom that I, I feel like most people like that better. It's like the Godfather 2 to the Godfather. But I always thought the Golden uh, Company or whatever the hell is called, um, the, the sequel to Hellboy was, was not as good and hmm. was missing some of his charm or didn't have quite the same kind of like 
good tonal balance that, that the first one did. So then we come to this Hellboy, and I really like David Harbour, and as soon as I heard that he was going to be Hellboy, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, Stranger Things is already a Hellboy universe, <laughs> and uh, that 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 guy, that character, that kind of like, you know, hard-drinking, tough-punching, um, bullheaded, but heart-of-gold character that David Harbour plays in Stranger Things is just perfect for Hellboy. And like, if you get the makeup right, he's a big dude. It's gonna, it's gonna work, work out great. Mm-hmm. And I, then I saw some makeup tests. I'm like, oh, I'm not sure. But honestly, I see this movie and I think he's a really good Hellboy. Yeah. Uh, and I think this is a really good, I think this is a really good Hellboy movie. I think it's my favorite Hellboy movie. Oh, Jesus. Okay. And I get out of the movie theater and Cecily's like, God, that movie sucked. And I'm like, <laughs> what? And I get home and I see that it's 11% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. And I'm like, what? What? What's happening to me, Jim? Have I completely <laughs> lost my taste in movies? You might uh, have. I've, no, I can see, there's definitely problems in here. I think there's a lot of like the plot. There, there, there's some stuff that doesn't connect, and they had to shoehorn oh, yeah. a couple characters that are very much like uh, it, it feels like you got lost in a video game, and it, like, like David Harbor got lost playing the video game of Hellboy. Which, uh-huh. by the way, a Hellboy take on like the God of War mechanics, I would play three or four of those <laughs> video games. I want to say there was a Hellboy game on like PS2 or something, but it oh. I don't think it was God of War esque. We we need that kind of like arcade beat em up as yeah. with, with Hellboy. That would be um, cool. But uh, I I think there were some problems with like this the connective tissue. It felt like he got lost in the game, and the game was kind of like it was like oh let's send an NPC to give him the information he needs to get to the next yeah. quest because yeah. he's completely lost in the weeds. But you know I thought everything like the mythology was cool and the characters were cool and kind of like the subtextual of, of Hellboy is like why am I beating up on the, all these monsters when humans hate me? I thought that was all kind of really cool too. But I yeah. guess I I don't I don't know why everyone I don't know why everyone hates this film. I I uh, oh I can tell you why I don't like it. Uh, I, okay. I think uh, so. So a lot of the reasons that you mentioned, I think there's some things that don't connect. There's in particular one part of the plot that didn't need to be there at all, serves mm-hmm. no purpose, and they drop by the end of the movie and never to return to. Uh, okay, unless they're setting that up for the sequel. But it, it, I don't know. If, this movie will get a sequel with 11% on Rotten Tomatoes. Depends on how much money That's it makes. what I'm really worried about, man. And the other yeah. thing is, I feel like the advanced notes must have been bad because this debuted in the smallest house on our Megaplex. Yeah. And it was, like, not even 15% full. Right. There, there were not a so lot of people So it's like, there. that's not a good sign. That's uh, not a good sign. So I think the comic... So I think it's a very weak script. I think the dialogue, the, the they do some stuff with narration in right in the first scene that immediately mm. did not connect with me. And I'm like, oh, oh boy. my God. I hope this because, is not the tone of this thing. Oh, maybe it's because I'm watching Ian McShane on another cheesy kind of like uh, scenery chewing show that he's on American Gods. But I got excited <laughs> when I heard him do the narration. And I thought like all that like intro <laughs> stuff was really, really cool. And I'm like, oh, huh. this is, yeah, I like the look of this film. I love Mia Jovovich. I'm, I'm digging it. Yeah, I, so it's I like, don't think, so I, I don't think that, the narration stuff worked. I think the comic timing was just off. I don't think all the jokes were great. Some of them were good. Uh, and I think David Harbour did his damnedest to pull off the comedy that was there. Sure. Uh, and I, I don't really blame him. I blame a weak script. But then I, I don't... And again, I blame a weak script for this as well. But Mia Jovovich was not able to pull off some of the monologues that she was given because the dialogue wow. was so fucking bad. Wow. Uh, and, and every time they needed you to understand something, they simply brought in a character to explain it. And that yeah. really bummed me out. 
Yeah, no, there was... Uh... I think there were a couple of cool things in there, and we'll talk about that when... Like, like the CG work in some places is really good. I think creature design was actually mm-hmm. really awesome in places, too. Some uh, of the blood... Some of the just splatterhouse-style gore effects... So uh, that Neil... did not connect with me. I'm the guy. I'm, I am yeah, the no. guy who sits back and goes... Give me the the gore. Like you are. Sam Raimi, I love the shit you did in Evil Dead 2. That's all about the gore. Uh This, for some reason, just did not connect with me. And I don't know if it's because the original Hellboy was a very different thing in tone. It's PG 13. Right. And this is a hard R. R. Yeah. This this has a lot of cursing and it starts immediately. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of characters seem to say fuck for no reason other than to say fuck. Uh, And I felt the same. I'm one of those characters, Jim. Okay, Fox. but Fox I, I felt Jesus. the same way about the the violence and the, the gore. I felt like the gore was there for no other reason than simply to have gore. And My I God. almost could see like the script writers going, we need more gore in this scene because that's our thing in this movie is gore. See, I, I'm not a big gore hound, but I felt like there's a part, there's a, there's a, there's, um, there's a scene in this film yeah, where it's I know like, the one you're talking about. Oh, you think Bone Tomahawk was bad? <laughs> well, that's going to be us clearing our throat. We're going to uh, go full on Bone Tomahawk just to kind of <clears throat> get get started. Uh, and I just thought that was uh, hilarious. Like it's so over the top and so grotesque and so beyond squeamish that it, it broke through to where it. I kind of. Um, I don't know. Had a like uh, this the first time I've like enjoyed this gore and the overtop kind of like all right, yeah, okay, whatever. This is all cartoon shit, hmm. but it's really well done. It's horrific, but I don't know. I I can't honestly, dude. I can't. I'm. I feel like I've switched bodies with somebody. You're saying that you hate <laughs> the gore. I'm loving the gore. I don't. No, I don't it's understand. weird. And, and I will and say that. Go ahead. Po- I was going to say, part of it is just, like, I really, really liked David Harbour's Hellboy. I think Hellboy yeah. is a hard thing to do, and it's hard to act uh, in, under all that makeup. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he was able to carry all that stuff off, and, like, his drunk Hellboy I thought was a fucking delight. Um, and, like, you know, um, uh, Perlman, I don't think, did a very good job playing the petulant parts of Hellboy. Um, and I think David Harbour played that kind of like, you know, the rebellious teen, like, you know, he's obviously looks like a demon that's 40 years old, but you know, uh, spiritually and emotionally, he's kind of stunted. I thought that David Harbour kind of plays that, uh, slightly Peter Pan, Mm -hmm. demented Peter Pan better than Ron uh, Perlman, but. Sure. I can get behind that. Ron Perlman plays a bit of a more grizzled, you know, kind of, kind of, I don't know, angry. But mm-hmm. but not in a childlike way, more in like an old mm-hmm. man kind of way. Yeah, he's but, he's, but that's just Ron he's cranky, he's cranky more than like petulant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, you're right. David Harbor is, I think, with a better script, an amazing Hellboy. Yeah, it's too bad. I don't think they're going to get another shot because this seems like it's destined. Yeah. To, unless everybody, unless everybody wakes up on the Aaron side of the bed tomorrow and sees it. Um, <laughs> I don't know because he's thing is Neil Marshall is a. You know, pretty famous for The Descent, which is one of the all-time great horror films. Very yeah. violent, very gross. Very. Um, he also directed um, two notable episodes of uh, Game of Thrones: uh, Blackwater, which was the high water mark of season two. One of my favorites. Watchers on the Wall, where he won an Emmy for. Um, he knows what he's doing, and maybe it is. Maybe it's just all down to the script because that's the that's the only place I saw really clunky probs. I thought all the performance was good. The yeah. casting was good. I really liked. 
Um, his like sometimes Hellboy's sidekicks are hit and miss. Like I thought the the dopey human agent babysitter he had in the first film was really bad, and I really <laughs> liked uh, Dionomo. Uh, I I really liked his spirit medium friend uh, Alice. Um, I thought that Mia Jovovich. Um, I didn't have any problems with her dialogue or lines, and I thought that just her look and her demeanor and how fierce she was um, uh, was was a delight. So. It's a big thumbs up for me, but I this you got to know that this is a very minority p- opinion that no one in the Bald Move family but me shares, and apparently only eleven percent on people of the planet Earth do. So, just yeah, I, I feel weird. like we, we, I, anything you want to say non spoiler because we we we're, we're fifteen minutes into this, we haven't got to the trailers, I haven't got to the spoilers. No, I, I guess let's talk specifics uh, here in a second, but trailers first. Okay, uh, so you didn't get to see this last week, but I was excited for you to see it this week. Brightburn, the Hell evil yeah. Superman. What do you think? This looks cool. Uh, so this is um, Guardians of the Galaxy guy, right? Uh, uh, no, I think it's a, maybe it's a related to him. I thought they said from the, the, the maker of Guardians of the Galaxy or something like that. Uh, oh. Yeah, this looks really cool. It's pre- okay, first- produced, by, produced by James Gunn. Okay. Uh, At first, direct- I thought it was yeah. going to be like a, a Superman movie, like an actual yeah. Superman movie that they just take really, really dark to begin with. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. You know how every Superman movie does like that struggle with his teen years. Sure. Where he's yeah. not sure who he is. Uh, yeah. I thought they were going to go real dark, but okay, this is something different, I guess. Uh huh. But it looks really cool. It does feel like a DC like dark universe version like yeah. what if superman was psychotic right and the result looks fucking terrifying uh-huh. like it's it's such an inventive idea for a movie i'm i cannot wait to see it it's probably going to suck real bad it's like it's like the whole movie is the concept but whew, what a concept yeah um, we'll see i i'm probably i'm almost certainly going to watch that one when it comes out um Okay, here's a movie that I'm really excited for. Godzilla King of Monsters. <laughs> yes. This is another one. Okay. This movie the the old Godzilla that came out like 7 5 6 years ago. The Cranston one? I, yeah, the Brian Cranston. I'm so fucking tired of serious Godzilla. This Godzilla says, you know that one <laughs> part in the movie where Godzilla like pried open that stupid looking uh, deformed Mothra and blew atomic fire straight down its throat? Mm-hmm. You like that? We're going to give you two hours of that. Yeah. Uh, this movie looks like it could be fun, like Pacific Rim is fun. Um, it's stacked with stars. Lena Headey, Thomas Middleditch, Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things. I, I got I actually I, my thumbs couldn't keep up with like the, the cast list. This thing oh, looks yeah. this thing looks totally inc- this thing looks just so incredible. Yeah, I agree. I'm a big Godzilla fan. Like, it, it really, just from like the big monsters fighting kind of angle. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not huge into the lore. I couldn't tell you all the names of the monsters, but I love watching them. Uh, See, I've a man I've in a rubber seen suit. So. Damn near every one of those old Japanese ones because they were like yeah. a staple on the Friday night Sammy Terry uh, <laughs> right. late night stuff on the local lo- local channel. And I just have it such as such as a huge huge soft spot for that type of movie mm-hmm. and that's what i'm saying like i've been i feel like i've been dying on the vine because they're just they just don't make those anymore when they try to do godzilla it's some kind of weird serious take or they're going to make him look like a realistic iguana and <laughs> have the rest of the movie around it be complete shit uh this this looks cool this i would insist this is a first run bald movie unless something else incredible uh comes out at the same time yeah i'm with you can we talk about the movie good boys 
Okay, uh, from the team who made Super Bad. Yes, right? yes. Okay, this looks like it could be funny. I, I yeah. was I was kind of amused by the trailer, especially certain parts of it. I, I thought the tra- I thought the trailer was was really funny. Um, it's uh-huh. the first first kind of straight up comedy, like a you know stoner comedy that I've seen in a long time that looks funny. And the premise is like these three kind of loser, like the three kids in Stranger Things, right. getting a scuffle with a neighborhood girl. Uh, teenage girls and they steal one of the purse to get back at it and it's got molly in it and so then the teenage girls obviously want to get it back but the boys don't know why it's (laughs) and it's like that's the setup that's the low stakes setup but it just it looked really funny and i kind of like this theme of you know these movies that are like there's there's been several movies and television shows about uh, young boys and young girls and kind of lets them be like weird the way i was weird i feel Uh like growing up with my sense of humor and really like embraces the reality of how kind of like you know it's it's a goon i guess like a kind of goonies type feel or stand by me type feel for the 2000s the 2020s yeah the misfits you know uh don't think we'll see it because or don't think it'll be a first round movie because of comedy but i'm excited for it Mm -hmm. uh back to back batista oh yeah that was weird I like Dave Batista. This is a shame, man. I don't think Dave, either of these movie looks movies look particularly good, and he, he's we're walking, gonna see he's walking down the rock path, man. I know, man. He's gonna have a monkey hump in his face. Next thing we know, he's doing all these family kind of comedy things. Why not do a badass role? I don't know. Maybe this is the stuff he's getting because yeah. he is he is very funny in Guardians of the Galaxy. And I actually think so. The first one's My Spy. Where this is just a straight up the rock film. Uh, both mm-hmm. of these are straight up the the like uh, late nineties, early two thousands rock films. Uh, he's paired with a little girl, and he's like this badass secret service type dude, and she's someone important. He's got to protect. I don't know exactly what the fuck that's going on there, but that's that's the setup. And he's you know Dave's funny and he's badass, but like mm-hmm. I also want to see this guy waste his career in a bunch of PG thirteen young adult bullshit. Yeah, but. No, uh, and then I'm also... with you. And the only the only joke that really got me in that trailer because this is trying to be funny, yeah, uh, was the final one. I like I love Kristen Shaw. Uh, mm-hmm. She's awesome. She is so, very funny. Yeah, yeah and, yeah. and that last joke she has in that trailer really landed. I can't remember what it was, but it got me. I can't either. I I, I remember thinking, oof, some of this humor. Like like I said, Dave's funny. But imagine like a whole movie of um, him as Drax the Destroyer being invisible. It's kind of that level. But I'm like, man, I wish they, because I think this guy's funny. I think he's good. I thought he was really good in Blade Runner and that little bit they gave him. I, oh, I want yeah. him to have a better career than what he looks like he's going for. But hey, you know what? Cash those checks, big guy. Uh, he also is in Camille Kumail Nanjiani in the movie Stuber, right. which I believe is Camille as an Uber driver that gets caught up in this, uh, you know, Dave Bautista bullshit. And it it looked like the better of the movies. I agree. Um, Maybe it could be the other guys kind of level funny. Um, it felt this entire movie felt like the uh, the car car scene from Pulp Fiction where they accidentally shoot the guy in the head. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, this yeah. whole thing felt like. Except if that was like a modern comedy. Yeah, and if if you replaced uh, Jules or one of the uh, or uh, shit, uh, God damn it, I can't remember John Travolta's character. Uh fuck, Vincent. If you replace <laughs> yes. one of Jules or Vincent with the kid that they shot in the back seat, if that was one of the uh, the guys yeah. that survived, then that's Kumail. And so, like I said, it looks funny. It looks, but it's like I just Dave, come on, go out there and someone make someone make someone remake Commando. Uh huh. With Dave Bautista, let's do it. Uh, a, a movie I am excited about, Anna. 
I keep waiting for one of these wafy blonde kick-ass movies to really. I thought Atomic Blonde was going to be it. I thought maybe that oh, that yeah. that red red what was that red sparrow? I thought maybe uh-huh. that would be it. This thing looks like what I was hoping Atomic Blonde would be. Just a well done, kick ass uh, female spy, <laughs> James Bond type thing, and I'm I I want one of these things to hit for me. Uh, okay, well, we got to talk about this in tandem with the trailer that came right after it, which was for John Wick Three. John Wick Three. The trailer's so nice they had to play it twice. <laughs> they definitely did in our theater. They played it back to back. Back just ran back. And you know what? The theater kind of chuckled. I don't think anyone's mad about it. No, I I was caught up into it. Five seconds in, I was like, oh fuck, I don't want to watch this again. Ten seconds in, I was like, oh yeah, that's badass. This movie, uh, but but I actually coming off the back of Anna. Uh-huh. I actually thought Anna had some of the better action that was shown in there. You definitely are not wrong if you're talking about like really inventive high concept action. Like I don't think yeah. that it, anyone does what John Wick does, which is just hardcore like Keanu Reeves can actually run a uh-huh. 3D gun range obstacle course and he's very good at it and he works at it like a job, like that kind of like just utterly realistic. But oh yeah, if you haven't seen Keanu Reeves actually in real life firing yeah. guns on a range, like he's competition level with weapons. So. He can like all the stunts you see John Wick do, like the fancy juggling shotgun shells and reloading yeah. stuff. He can do that in real life, and it's pretty incredible. And I think that John Wick is such like a modern superhero that all this stuff just you just I just never doubt that like he can yeah. pull this stuff off because he's just such a fucking legend. Um, and I know that John Wick three is going to be amazing and it's going to yeah. have some incredible action in it because that's John Wick. Yeah. Uh, but seeing those trailers back to back, I was like, oh well, they did some flashier stuff in Anna. Hmm. I was worried when I first saw because I saw like a promo poster with uh, Halle Berry on it. I'm like, I don't know about that, but I thought she <laughs> actually w- worked really well in the trailer. Sure. Um, so that's another one. Uh, Keanu is getting old. Yeah, well, when he uh, he he's he's little, his is he's getting jowly and droopy when he's turning around, going guns. I need lots of guns. <laughs> like I just kept thinking of like what he looked like when the mate when he said that in the Matrix versus what he looks like, you know, twenty years. Oh yeah, and he was tight in the Matrix. Nobody here. compare pictures of me from twenty years ago either. <laughs> right. But, uh, oh, and speaking of the Matrix, Lawrence uh-huh. Fishburne. Uh, yeah, uh, showing up in in John Wick three, which I thought was pretty hilarious. Uh, well, he was in two. Am I am I not remembering him in two? Yeah, yeah, no, he like was the leader of the Bum Network in New York City. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, he is. Okay, yeah, yeah. Cecily the, did the, the same thing because she said, "Oh, Lawrence Fishburne." I'm like, I did. I, am I the only person that actually saw and remembered the plot of John? But I, if I put a gun to your head right now, could you tell me the plot of John Wick Two? All I could tell you is it expanded the universe into everyone in New York is an assassin, and there's an underground <laughs> ring of them that right. provides John Wick with all his tools. That's all I could tell you about that movie. And there was an amazing uh, gunfight in a train station. Mm. There, there mm. was like almost like a stealth gunfight. <laughs> Yeah, there's a really good mirror gun fight. I like yeah, so I like I said, I uh I'm excited for the the close of the John Wick series. Yeah. Dave Batista I, I was hoping that Dave Batista would be in there and <laughs> can only like, do so many movies. No, but like I I want him in a, I want him to be spun off. Like I want him to be like John Wick's like partner in the third act and then he's the one that's gonna be it's it's he's gonna be uh Dave B what one <laughs> Parabellum. I don't know. Um <laughs> Okay. 
this is where we leave people who are not club members. We will be back. Uh, we don't have a movie next week, but we'll be back April 26th for Avengers Endgame, a little movie. Uh, maybe you've heard of it. Uh, something like 3 billion people will watch it, and we will well, have an opinion on it because there's going to be a shortage of them. It's going to be an opinion shortage on Avengers Endgame. Yeah, no, uh, I don't think anybody's talking about this movie yet. Uh, this is actually going to be the last Marvel movie, right? <laughs> it, it, it actually might be. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> no way. So come back for that. We are going to if if you want to if you want to hear this uh, spoiler filled review of us uh, tearing into Hellboy, uh, please be a club member. Club.baldmove.com. You can sign up today uh, and get access to the movie. Uh, all right, let's get into the spoilers.